Greetings, viewers. This is Jason Perlow, and as you know, it's the holiday season, and we're already eating some juicy turkeys. But this year, as as it is customary, we have some products and services that we think were real turkeys in the tech industry. I have my co-host Jason Cipriani with me, who is a little um, voice deprived today, unfortunately. So I'm going to be doing a lot of the talking. So. <laughs> Without further ado, so Jason, what happened to you, man? You sound like you got the flu or something. It doesn't sound too good over there. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Hopefully, we'll power through it and everything will be all right. Uh, in a couple of weeks, my voice will be back to normal, hopefully sooner. <laughs> I, I think you need some hot turkey soup, Jason. What do you think? Yeah, I, and I think we have a lot of companies that can help serve it up this year. There was, there was a big tech year for 2019, and there was a lot of misses uh, that we're going to go through here. So many misses. I feel like it was a banner year, Jason. So let's 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 go. Let's start. You know, with sort of the least to going to the absolute best, juiciest turkeys that there is. <laughs> Movie Pass. Oh my gosh, what a waste of money that thing was, man. Yeah, that it, thing it, was all over the place. One day it was up and working. The next day it was going to close, and they kept changing the terms. So it's a monthly subscription. It service, was. Right? It was like it was like the Darth Vader prayer. Don't alter the deal any further. It was like every other week, right? It was like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so users pay a monthly subscription. You're supposed to be able to go and watch how many ever movies you want within that time. And then I think eventually they started putting restrictions on how many movies you could watch. They ran then, out of money so fast, it was ridiculous. And, but the outcome was not so bad though, because if you think about it, AMC and Regal both launched really good movie subscription uh, theater services after they shut down. I became a Regal Cinemas customer. It only costs me $21 a month for myself another $21 a month for my, for my wife. And we go to the movies like every other night. We like see every movie that comes out, even stuff like Arctic Dogs and Charlie's Angels, which like I would never pay to see. <laughs> yeah, I, I've yeah. noticed you post quite a bit about going to the movies. I wondered how you were able to do that. I didn't realize you were part of a subscription service. So I guess, like you said, something good did come out of it. But the kind of is a good segue into the other tech turkey of the year, and that is cord cutting oh and the my gosh subscription services that we pay for all of us collectively on a monthly basis it, it's out of hand it's totally overwhelming and you know what just uh, speaking completely transparently cbs uh has its own streaming service yep. uh the company that pays our paychecks currently uh i love star trek don't get me wrong i will watch star trek like 24 hours a day seven days a week every possible star trek series they can possibly throw at me i will watch it however to, 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 I don't want to have to do that for Disney and Star Wars. I don't want to have to do that piecemeal for every single show that is only exists on a specific service and is siloed. And how many of these things do we have to buy to finally put together that package that we had when we had bad old cable where we tried to get rid of that gave us everything for, for one price, right? Now it's where, what are we up to like, you know, over $100 a month in streaming now? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I've Not seen a couple tweets adding up all the different services. If you subscribe to them all, yeah, it, it's, it's pushing 100 bucks. You know, a few weeks ago, or probably a month ago, I sat down with my wife and I was like, all right, I'm going to go through and add up all my subscription services. And I started going through and I think I got up to around $40 or something like that. And I got so frustrated because I couldn't remember. I knew there was other subscription services that I had signed up for, but I couldn't figure out where they were, how much I was paying. The entire thing yeah. is so spread out and chaotic that it, it's quite annoying and frustrating and overwhelming, to be honest. Yeah, and the only one we don't have to pay for right now is Apple TV Plus, which is horrible. <laughs> so 
Yeah, we'll get there's to that. No good, there's, there's like no good shows to watch in Apple TV+. Plus. We'll get to that in a minute. I don't agree with that fully, but yeah. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> so, all right, number six on our list is Samsung. The, what, what, what did Samsung uh, do this year that was complete and total? The, the, the Galaxy Fold. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I mean, wh what were they thinking with this $2,000 piece of garbage, man, <laughs> that just fell apart in, you know, reviewers' hands? You know, the, the 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 minute they started to look at the darn thing within days, how do they not catch that 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 with being time between failure tests and stuff? They it, they just totally dropped the ball on it. I, I yeah. So just as a as a summary, what happened was the fold was supposed to launch in April, four days before it was supposed to ship to customers and end up in their hands. Develop or reviewers had got their hands on the devices early and it started to break almost instantly. There was a screen protector that you're not supposed to peel off that people peeled off because there was no oh more. Dust was getting under the screen, causing cracks and causing issues. So Samsung ultimately suspended the release, canceled the release. And I think it was in September where they finally released it to the public. And reviews have been, you know, hit or miss. Uh, Quality-wise, they went back and reworked the hinge. And there's still been some dust getting under there from what I've seen. But it's not as widespread as it was where every reviewer device nearly uh, had some issues. It, it was definitely the turkey at launch. It sort of redeemed themselves, but it's still a $2,000 phone that really yeah, is a phone at the end of the day. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, as an engineering company, I have a lot of respect for Samsung. And, you know, they, 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 they've been very risky with some of the things that they've done in the last couple of years. Um, this, the S10 and the Note 10 are actually seem to be very good devices, solid devices, yeah. with the exception of the fingerprint sensor thing, which, yeah. you know, I, I guess they're resolving it, but you know, that, that, that's another one of those little things that, that just kind of creeps up out of nowhere, right? It's like, yeah, the fact they were able to trick a fingerprint sensor just based off of the type of screen protector you had on the phone. So the S10 and Note 10, fingerprint sensors under the screen and depending on the screen protector you had on there you're actually able to press on the sensor and any fingerprint could unlock the phone it's a huge security issue it's a huge miss on their part uh, a software update did start rolling out a week or two after it was discovered i don't know the current status of that full rollout but at least they addressed it quickly and hopefully uh, have resolved it going forward and we'll know what to look for. Now, number five on our list, Jason, you included Microsoft. And I'll admit, I don't yeah. cover or follow Microsoft right. all that often. So I'm going to leave this one to you uh, and tell us why they're number five on the list. So otherwise, I thought Microsoft had a pretty damn perfect year, right? I thought they were going to come out of this thing sailing completely clean, not to be. Uh, they did so well on their cloud services business, you know, with the $40 billion, $44 billion plus run rate on that thing. They're doing tremendously well in, as an applications developer. They became an Android OEM this year, showing how they're becoming uh, platform yeah, agnostic. All these good things that Microsoft did, but they had patch issue problems with Windows pretty much nonstop. It came to a head over the summer. They broke a lot of systems. It's like patch to, after patch after patch after patch blew stuff up and updates. They need to get this right. They absolutely have to get this right. I mean, look, I'm no longer a full-time Windows user because I'm a Mac person now because of what I do for, for work. They issued me a Mac. I'm now using Apple, everything. But I use a lot of Microsoft applications. I'm very happy with their apps, okay? But if I was a Windows user now, I would be absolutely livid. Absolutely livid. I, I, there's no way I, I could function on a day-to-day -day basis with the type of, of, of Misha gossips going on with, with, the, with the patching and stuff. They need, they need to stabilize that environment. That's all I got to say. 
I do recall seeing quite a bit of news and headlines about patch issues and pulling patches and reissuing them and, and stuff like that. So definitely warranted. Software updates are a huge part of the technology we have in our daily lives. And if you can't update software reliably, that's a pretty big issue. Yep. And another, and another uh, uh, Seattle-based technology company get, gets, gets whacked on the next on the list. Amazon. Oh, my gosh. Here we get to start going with the privacy issues with Ring and Alexa. Yeah, yes. the, the ring aspect of this just keeps getting bigger and bigger. You know, there was a story this week, I think it was covered by CNET, where ring has admitted in their congressional answers, you know, the, the, Cong or the U.S. government has got involved here and asked for answers on the police uh, partnership program that they have with ring, where they provide video to police departments who are joined this program. And in their answers, Ring has admitted that once the video is turned over to the police departments, that they're free to do whatever they want with it and share it with whoever they want without any, you know, oversight or anything like that. I think that's a pretty big deal. And we've talked about this before. You have to opt into sharing this stuff with the police. It's not just Ring gives the police blanket access to this footage, but it needs to be a lot clearer from Ring's point of view to the user on what exactly is going on. I'm not a huge fan of you know, Jason, in a few years, you and I may be looking at Tech Turkey's 2024 or something like that, and, and then suddenly come to the realization that Internet of Things uh, smart uh, speaker devices with all these microphones and may end up being the, been the Tech Turkey of the decade after, after, after all. all set. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's kind of crazy the number of microphones and cameras we place around our house. And really, without oversight, by the government and put in place that, you know, there's, there's a lot that could go wrong there. I think Ring and Amazon and even Alexa to that extent validly deserve number four on our list of tech turkeys for this year. Yeah, um, but if we're, if, if we're gonna put some surveillance devices in our houses though, maybe we might want them to have a little bit easier time charging them though, you know? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Amazon can afford to spend the extra 10 cents a device to put a USB port in, in, into their stuff, don't you think? Yeah, USB-C is, you know, it's a confusing thing that wasn't included on their latest Echo Buds. Uh, their newest- and, Kindle, and Kindles. And the Kindles. Their newest Fire Tablet HD, the 10-inch model, does have USB-C. Okay. I have one here. Uh, so that, you know, that'll make you happy as an olive branch piece offering from Amazon to, to you, Perlo. But let's invest in some USB-C and let's ditch micro USB. I totally agree with you. Spe speaking of, 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 of USB-C offenders, but that was not their biggest offense this year. No. We finally come to Apple. Yes. Number three on the list and rightfully so. You and I disagree on why they should be at this yes. position. I will go first. iOS 13 has been a mess and it's, it's still an abys abysmal mess. I agree with that. Completely. It, it you know, the latest update came out this week, iOS 13.2.3, I think, is what it was, and iPad OS, the same version number. And I've had issues since iOS 13 was in beta with the Mail app. I've talked about it on this very show before, how I've had to ditch the Mail app because it doesn't work right. The release notes for the update this week said it fixed the Mail app. It specifically said it fixed the issues I was having. Guess what, Jason? Didn't fix it. I still have the same exact issues. I've reset my accounts. I've deleted the app. I've reinstalled it. iOS 13. Has Jason, it's hard to move the Outlook for iOS. It's a great app. I, you know, I've been using it, but I don't want to. I like app. I liked Apple's Mail app prior to iOS 13, and you know, and that's just that's in a silo for me. But there's been bigger issues. Battery life. Uh, you know, there's other issues. iOS 13 has been a complete and total mess. 
Yeah. It is a tech turkey on its own that brings Apple into it for 2019. But you have something else, which I think also deserves to be on the list. Well, honestly, Apple had so many technical and service product missteps this year that it earned them the place of number three. Um, I mean, they did so well in other areas, such as with the iPhone 11 and 11 Pro launch, that you know that their products sort of you know kept them sort of out of the, the negative spotlight for the most part. But they did fail to launch Air Power, which was an extremely embarrassing thing for them. I mean, just like you know, for them to push us along so long. I mean, they they pre-announced it like a year and a half earlier. Right. I think it was like during the iPhone uh, 10, the original iPhone 10, they they pre-announced it. And uh, then we just waited and waited and waited and waited and waited. And we saw all these other partner, uh, you know, uh, QI chargers, wireless chargers come out from other vendors. And this thing never appeared. It was supposed to be able to charge the watch, the phone, and the, the AirPods simultaneously. And it just never came out. They had so many technical issues with it, with heating and, and, uh, and other things. And, and it, it was just, they couldn't get it out. And finally, when they were pressed on it, I think the Verge asked them, why haven't you gotten it out? And they finally admitted it didn't, it didn't meet our, our, our quality uh, control, and we, we killed it. Yeah, but hopefully was, they learned a lesson here in not pre-announcing products like they have in the past. You know, I mean, they pre-announced AirPower, and immediately you heard grumbles from within Apple that, you know, all the engineers are telling them this isn't going to be possible. The heat is the main issue. There's too many coils there. It's going to overheat. We're going to have issues here. And they still announced it. And we waited, like you said, and it never came to be, which is, you know, frustrating. It looked like a great product. It looked to solve a lot of problems of wireless charging. But hopefully, like I said, they learned their lesson and they'll stop pre-announcing stuff unless they're 100% certain they're able to release it. Yeah, and in terms of customer impact, you know, obviously that wasn't huge. It's annoying because there are other wireless charging products available from other manufacturers. But there were so many other things that Apple got wrong this year. I mean, no USB-C on iPhone. <laughs> uh, that to me that's a screw up um so it, wait so tech companies make note if you don't want to be on this list next year use usbc use usbc yeah, all right you'll be off the list right 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 uh the butterfly keyboard that has been yeah. a, a bane of end users for the last four years or something like that uh, 2015 i think is when they really let me released it uh initially and uh it's been a nightmare ever since it's they finally hard. killed they finally killed it uh like last week with the with the macbook pro 26 yeah but it's uh, on a 16 inch model that's super expensive and no one's yeah. really gonna buy the mainstream users aren't gonna buy hopefully it trickles down over the next year into hopefully the yeah but the all the existing ones are still garbage yeah yep. nobody likes them Don't uh but there's a whole bunch of other things apple you know uh cooperating with the chinese government on, on censorship of apps and and services um horrendous i mean it just just yeah i mean and, and to some extent we believe google's doing that as well uh the, the launch of news plus just not a good not a good service yeah. not a good app i used it for about a week and i don't think i've watched I, the apple news app in probably three or four months it, yeah i agree it's 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 still not good enough um apple card discriminating against women with its algorithm yeah that was crazy not, what yeah. What? Yeah. Give, so what was happening is couple, you can't join Apple card with a joint account. You know, if, if you're married or have a partner, you have to join with individual accounts. And so what was happening is the male in the, in a relationship was getting a higher credit limit than the female. And it was same credit scores, same income, 
everything was matching except for the gender and the females were getting lower credit scores. It, it really blew up a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's just, just awful. And I, and I hope that you know, they're now up for investigation, but hopefully they recognize, you know, rectify the way this algorithm works. And I mean, it's honestly, it's Goldman Sachs, not Apple, but for the fact that Apple's putting their name on top of this card means that right. they're responsible, right? Yep. So uh, uh, Apple TV Plus, I, well, you know, the head of content resigned because after the two weeks, two weeks of horrible reviews of content, there's only one show that I reliably like to watch on Apple TV Plus, and that's For All Mankind. And it's not the kind of show that I, I absolutely feel like I need to binge, that I need to, I like, nothing is drawing me to watch the next episode. I like it because of the historical representation of, you know, the sets, the, the you know, and, and the, the, the special effects and stuff. All that stuff is great. The writing is just not compelling. Uh, and, and the other ones are just no good. I don't like C very much. Um, you know, it's, it, and the, the thing with Jennifer Aniston is garbage. I, I, just, <laughs> I don't mind I the morning. You're talking about the morning show. I don't, yeah, morning I don't show. mind it. We, you know, my wife and I have, the first episode was a little rough. We've kind of got into it as it's gone on. And it, you know, it's something we'll watch weekly as they release it. Uh, we've watched a couple episodes of C. It was okay. It wasn't anything where I was like, man, I, I really can't wait for the next episode or to, you know, continue watching this. Um, but yeah, except for one scene that happens, except for one scene that happens every episode, which I absolutely have to watch. But that's the only thing that's drawing me that that, that show. <laughs> yeah, and you know another thing about Apple is they pulled all the vape apps, vaping apps this last week, which was, you know, uh, anti tech. Um, you know, it, so Apple had kind of a rough year, and they definitely have earned their spot at number three on our list. In the final two, so we have two more companies, yeah. two more topics left. And really, I think they could have been a tie or Easily. switched with each other. But we ended up with, by and large, social media at number two, but more specifically, Facebook and Twitter um, being the second biggest tech turkey of the year. And just simply for the toxicity that they've allowed to continue on the platform Twitter is horrible. Facebook, as we know, is horrible. And let's even throw in there Facebook's allowing of political ads that are demonstrably false and misleading to continue on the platform. That We just can't be doing that right now leading into the election cycle coming up. Well, what, they're, what Facebook is allowing with user data manipulation of, of viewers right. and stuff, it's just, it's just god-awful. It's 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 literally the, one of the most evil things I could possibly think of of, of a service doing, is, yeah. is is allowing that form of, of of end user manipulation. It's just not good, not good. Yeah, and and, and the the level of harassment that's on Twitter, and the yeah. inaction that Twitter takes continuously about you know people being harassed, or sometimes you'll see people tweet out an email that they got suspended for twenty four hours because they said something that wasn't even harassing at all. Whereas right. you watch someone threatened to come to someone's house and it gets reported and nothing is done. It, uh, just so you have bullies with tens of millions of followers that, that can send out edicts and then horrible things happen to those per people yeah. is awful. And it doesn't really matter to me whether the person is a world leader or not. It, yep. it, it should not, it shouldn't be allowed whether you have 500 followers or 500 million followers. Yeah. It really doesn't, it really doesn't matter. That exception needs to go away. I agree with you hundred percent. So let's get to the number one tech Turkey of the year. And that is Google. Google. There's quite a few reasons they're sitting atop. I don't know if it's the throne, but uh, it's definitely not somewhere I think any the company would The juiciest turkey be. that there is, Jason. The juiciest turkey. So Google, for me, it's the hardware division this year. They really fell flat 
um, with the exception of Nest Wi-Fi, which has been great. I've been testing it and using it. It is a huge upgrade to Google Wi-Fi, but everything else they've done hardware-wise this year Garbage. has been horrible. The Pixel 4, it, it, it's not just ZDNet that has you know panned it. We've seen reviews from other top tech publications. Uh, yeah, Ars Technica went like, like 10,000 words on the damn thing and just utterly destroyed it. Yeah, it, and it's a it phone was, that hasn't uh, been been purchased a lot and used a lot by mainstream users in the past. There was definitely a niche uh, segment of users for it. And the fact that they were rolling out to more carriers this year, you know, and they it fell flat on its face, along with Project Stadia, Google Stadia, which is their streaming gaming service that launched this week and reviews have been just as harsh as that. It's time to take a step back, Google. Really, really reevaluate your hardware approach and come at it again next year with a better approach because this year it did not work. But Jason, you have them on the list for a different reason, and it's yeah. And Jason, I would have I would have agreed with you. They and Google would have probably taken the number two spot had it just been for their hardware missteps this year. Because I, but the second that that health scandal stuff broke last last week or so, combined with their announcement of the Fitbit purchase, put them over the top. Yeah. Um, partnering with Ascension. Uh, and hoovering all, uh, tens of millions of records of health data from, from patients without their knowledge. Yeah, now, there may, be, there may be a loophole in HIPAA that, illegal, that legally allows them to do this. I, I'm pretty damn sure that there's something that's going to be found that, that what they're doing is not kosher. So, I, I, yeah, there's a few I, companies that I don't want to have my health records, my medical uh, records. Google, Google, I don't want. Sitting pretty near top of that list. Facebook would be the other. But... The fact that this was going on behind closed doors, no one knew any better. Nobody knew. Blows my mind that Google would even consider doing this. It, it, it's what like, happened to go? What happened to don't be evil, Jason? Well, what happened to that? that? Their, they removed that from their mission statement. They, 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 they struck it. They struck it. They got yeah. rid of it. Yeah, and, and you know it, it plays into this Fitbit acquisition, which hasn't closed yet. It hasn't been approved. So, you know, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, I hope that regulators step in and, you know, take care of some of the health data aspects of this as, you know, part of the acquisition. But it, yeah, health data and Google do not, they're not two words I want to hear ever combined. Never, ever, ever. And, you know, there were some other things that I didn't like this year. I, I don't like that they broke work, works with Nest. That, that, really, that really stuck in my craw big time. Uh, Android 10 was, I, I'm going to say, probably just as messy in it as iOS 13 in a number of large respects. Uh, they totally dropped the ball this year on Wear OS, and I don't see how Fitbit's going to fix it. Um, and the, the Pixel Slate they killed uh, in June uh, after only, you know, like six months of, of, of being a product. So and yeah, that, just, that they, they've, never been, they've never been able to get the, the, the Android tablet, uh, you know, uh, situation uh, in, in gear at all. But, in themselves and, and their and their and their partners so it's just it's, it's just you know yeah. more icing on the cake Season i agree eight, more, more, yeah. pick, more pickle brining spices for the for the turkey <laughs> absolutely i think we've covered quite a bit and i probably have talked way too much for for the day so why don't we end it there uh i would be interested to hear though what kind of comments and feedback we would have from our readers on what their tech turkeys of the of the past year would be. So make sure to leave us a comment and let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, once again, uh, for Jason Squared, I'm Jason Cipriani. And I'm Jason Perlow. And happy Thanksgiving, guys.